Hello, and welcome to the Give Light podcast. My name is Sister Andrew Marie, and if all goes well, this will be the second episode of the podcast and the first really kind of full-length episode for whatever that length will be. Thank you for joining us. As I prepared for this podcast, I kept putting off recording this because I wanted to have things perfect. I thought I needed to have intro music and a perfect introduction and everything just right. And I couldn't figure out the time to do that or how to do that. And then I started having all kinds of doubts if this was even good enough, if anyone would listen. And then I realized that all of those things go along with even just the theme of the podcast, right? Give light. I was kind of living out of a perspective of darkness. These lies, these things of doubts and lies of not being good enough, of having to have everything perfect, those aren't the truth. And we know that the truth lives in the light. So in like juxtaposition to that or in con- contrary to that, you could say those things were kind of in the darkness and they're a distraction from the truth. And when you get distracted by all these things, when I get distracted by all these things, I know they cloud my vision. I'm not able to see things clearly, and it's like I'm in the dark. But I needed to give them light. So I was reflecting just on the difference of light and dark, and what it really means to be in the dark. And darkness, when you look at a definition, it says... Darkness is the absence of light. So the only thing that needs to happen for darkness not to exist anymore is for a tiny bit of light to come in. If you think of being in a dark room, maybe you have those um, curtains that are, you know, light absorbing or whatever, and the door's totally shut and there's no light. And then if the window opens a tiny bit or the door opens a tiny, tiny bit and there's a little bit of light, you can begin to see things. Things are more clear even though you still might kind of be quote-unquote in the dark, you're not because there's a little bit of light and you can begin to see. When I was in college, I, I studied photography as my minor, and this was back in the day when everything was with film. <laughs> so some people nowadays might have never had this experience because everything is digital now or a lot of things are digital. But when your camera had film in it, you had to process it in the dark room um, and the actual physical like there were these dark rooms where you would have to take your film out of the camera and put it in a canister to be able to process it with the right chemicals because if any light hit the film before it had been put in these chemicals you would you would wreck your photos you would ruin all of your photos and everything would be lost so you'd have to go in these rooms and they would call them, I think the term that they would call them was light tight rooms. So they were completely sealed up and there were no windows and the door was sealed this certain way. And once you went in, there was a light and you would set everything up, you know, so you'd have your camera and your film and the canister it had to go into and scissors because you had to cut the film at a certain point. And, And you would have everything ready and then you would have to turn out the light before you opened your camera to get the film out. And once you turn out the light in those rooms, it was completely dark. You couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. And it, it was very strange. It was, it was very disarming. And 
That's why you set everything out ahead of time in front of you, on the table in front of you, so that you would know where things were. But it, it was very hard, and, and your senses, or your brain is just kind of thrown for a loop. So you'd be in this room, and you, you couldn't see anything, and you would do it. You would get your film out, do everything right. You would pray that it would work. <laughs> and, and then once everything was ready again, you would turn on the light, and you could see. But even with that, the difference between being in complete darkness and then turning on a bright light can be jarring. So sometimes we need just a little bit of light, you know, a gradual turning on of the light to make things clear so that we're more comfortable. Because it can be comfortable to stay in the dark and not want to turn on a light because even just instinctively, if you're in a dark room and someone turns on all the lights really quick, you close your eyes, or, or at least I do, I would close my eyes or I'd kind of shield my face because it, it's so jarring. But we know the light of Jesus, the truth, can be jarring at times, but it's what we need. And things become known once there is light. Our wounds become known once they're brought to the light. What needs to be healed becomes known when it gets brought to the light. And sometimes in my life, I think, I, I tell Jesus, you know, in my prayer, I want everything to be completely lit up, completely illuminated, so I see the whole picture. And then, you know, I'll say yes to whatever God wants, if it's discerning something, you know, maybe you're trying to discern what your vocation is, or even smaller things, what you're going to study in school, or, or any number of things. Maybe you're thinking of moving or anything, taking a different job. And if we knew what was at the end of the story, we could say yes to it, you know, but often we don't know how our story is going to end up, what the end of our path is going to be. Like even having music to the introduction of this podcast, I wanted to have everything figured out and then I could do the podcast, but that's not true. I can do this and it can be simple. And then little by little, more light, more knowledge can be shared and, and it can be different. And we, go, we continue on the journey. There's this quote from our, the founder of my religious community, Blessed James Alberione, and he talks about the light. And he says, The Lord lights up the lamps ahead of us gradually, as we walk, and there is a need. He doesn't light all of them quickly and at the start, when they are not yet needed. He does not waste light, but always gives it at an opportune time. Now this quote, I like this quote very much, but also when I really pray with it, it can kind of frustrate me because I imagine like being on a path and there's like, or on a street or something and there's street lights along the way. And ideally all the street lights would be lit up so you could see the whole road. You can see everything in front of you. You could see, you know, if you're thinking of time, like what tomorrow will be, what next week will be, what next year will be. And then it's easier to kind of take the next step because you know what's coming. But the Lord, in his goodness, he lights up the lamps ahead of us gradually when there is a need. So right now, the next step is illuminated, so to speak, in my journey, even with this podcast, right? So I know I'm supposed to record this podcast and we'll see what happens. 
So that is lit up for me. I have what I need to do this, to do this one thing that I'm doing now. I don't know what it's going to be like even next week. Will I have intro music? You'll find out, maybe. Next month, in a year, whatever it is. But I am in the light that I need right now. I can kind of be impatient and, you know, want the whole road to be illuminated. And then I would give my yes to the Lord. That I would go ahead without doubts, maybe. This is what I think. But I like the line at the end of the quote. He doesn't waste light, but he gives it at the opportune time. We have to trust that God will give us the light we need when we need it. And also to not be afraid of the light. So it goes both ways. God gives us light, but we have to step into it. Like I said earlier, it can be easy or it can feel more comfortable to stay in the darkness. Because we know once the light gets turned on, it's going to kind of be jarring and things are going to be seen. Especially in regards to healing. You know, the subtitle of this podcast is A Journey of Trust and Healing. And to get healing, to receive the healing that Jesus wants to give us, we can't stay in the dark. We can stay in the dark when we think that our being wounded is the only way possible for us. It can kind of be comfortable. It sounds weird to say it's comfortable to be wounded, but it can be. I mean, even think from a just a purely like biological level. If there's a wound and like say you've cut your hand, right? And it hurts, but then after a while you get used to it. But you know, if someone goes to clean it out, if someone tends to it, that's going to hurt too, right? To, to clean out the wound, it, it's going to hurt. <laughs> but that pain, the pain of cleaning out the wound, the pain of bringing it to the light so to let somebody else see it and help you is what's needed for an ultimate healing. If we keep the wound in the dark, if we keep like that cut on our hand hidden from everybody, we know that we know medically speaking, a wound that isn't tended to could have big ramifications, right? It can get infected. I mean, in some, I don't know, big way, you could need to have your hand amputated or something if the infection becomes so, so big and so hard to contain, right? And, and that's hard, but, but we need to bring things to the light. And we turn ourselves away from the light because we're more comfortable. But he wants us to bring things to the light, to bring everything to the light to him. And to trust that being in his light, like being on that path with the lamps lit up, he will give us the light at the next right time. So in the next few episodes of this podcast, I want to talk about, I hope to talk about trust in God, how to trust him more fully and, and how to, and knowing him, you know, to, to trust somebody, you have to know them. So that's what I hope to cover in the, in the next couple of episodes. 
know that I am praying for you, for deeper trust for all of us in God, for trust in his light and his way. And I'm praying that each of us, even if we feel afraid maybe of bringing things to light, or if we don't know how to trust God more, we can we ask him for that grace. We ask him for the ability to trust him more. And it can be like letting the light in a dark room. It doesn't have to be all at once. If you're in a completely dark room, you open the door a little bit and you let a little light in and your eyes adjust. And that's fine. That's good. That's the next step on the journey. It's not illuminated all at once. So have faith. Know that I'm praying for you. And see how you can give light to the people around you. Or let the light in for yourself, for your own healing journey. God bless you.